Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Is it over yet? Even asking the question seems a little odd. I mean, Christmas was almost two weeks ago, and since we have celebrated the coming of a new year, I've taken a week of vacation. All the stores are trying to move all of that last of the unstocked merchandise, overstocked merchandise. Surely Christmas is over. But it's not. The trees are still up. And you know that, right? I've said it enough times, right? You know that those 12 days of Christmas that that song famously sings about start with Christmas Day rather than ending with Christmas Day. And so the celebration of Christmas actually stretches all the way to today. This is the 12th day of Christmas. And so you have one last chance to answer this question. What do you want for Christmas? I mean, maybe that shirt that you just had to have, maybe it's already back at the store. Maybe that electronic item that you got already has a scratch or a crack on the screen. Maybe you realize now that asking for nothing wasn't actually such a good idea after all. Maybe you want one last chance. Well, you've got it. What do you want? Well, now is not the time to drag some catalogs back out of the trash. It's not time to go and see if you can find it in the clearance bins at Walmart. And no, Amazon even doesn't sell this thing you need. Instead, look for what you want, what you need in the Word today. Start with our Old Testament reading. There we see King Solomon going up to offer burnt sacrifices at the high place in Gibeon. In a dream during the night, the Lord asks Solomon what he wants. He says, ask what I shall give you. It's the kind of situation many people throughout the years have dreamed about. An all-powerful being coming and showing up and asking, what do you want? I'll give you anything. Yes, indeed, he was given that chance. So what was Solomon's answer? Did he want the finest clothing? Did he want money enough so that he would never have any need again? Did he ask for long life? I think most of you know the answer to the question. You know what Solomon asked for that day. He said this, Give to your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people, so that I may discern between good and evil, for who is able to govern so great a people. Solomon, of course, had a particular reason that he asked for wisdom. He was young, and yet he was king. And being that he was king, he was also sort of the supreme court of the day. He was the judge to whom big disputes would be brought. The people would come to him and want justice. And therefore, he understood that he needed to be able to discern what was good and evil, what was right and wrong, who was lying and who was telling the truth. And so he asked for wisdom. But truth be told, you don't need to be a judge to need wisdom, do you? If you're a parent trying to raise your children, you need wisdom for that, don't you? 
If you're a child growing up into adulthood, you need wisdom to try to find your way in life, don't you? If you've come to a later stage in life, do you need wisdom to discern what it is that you should be imparting to your family and others before you go? You bet you do. And you need wisdom, quite frankly, just for the living out of your daily life. For while there are many things which the Scriptures simply lay out as right or wrong, good or evil in the Scriptures, there are a lot of things about our life and the decisions we have to make that are not laid out in specificity in the Word. There's no specific verse we can turn to to decide exactly which of these things we might do. Should we work more hours in order that we have more money or more things? Or should we go home and simply be with our families more? Should we perhaps give our aging parents a little space so they feel a little more independent? Or should we be stepping up more to help them out with more things? Should we dedicate more time to studying and thinking about an issue? Or should we just do something about it? Every one of those questions requires wisdom. And let's be honest, even in regards to the things that are just clearly laid out as right or wrong in the Bible, well, we simply need wisdom there too in order to be able to do those things each day. I mean, sure, generosity is said to be good in the Scriptures, but we need wisdom to know where to direct that generosity. Yes, the law demands purity, but we need wisdom to know how it is that we live in this world so full of impurity and yet remain pure. The law urges devotion to God and trust in Him, but we need wisdom to know how that actually looks, what that means as we schedule out our days and our years. Oh yes, we modern people like to act like we've got it all figured out. We like to act as if we know how to do everything already, that we know what every decision we make will mean for our lives. But is that really accurate? Is that really how you feel deep down? If most of us are honest, we spend a lot of time not sure about how we should proceed. And in one way, it is good that we do. For if we get to a place where we think we actually have it all figured out, well, then we will become quite prideful. And we will not seek out wisdom from others or even from God himself. In our gospel reading, we find a rather mysterious story. We find the story of Jesus staying behind after his family has went to this feast. And there he is in the temple. And both at the beginning of that story and at the end, we get these phrases about Jesus growing in wisdom. And in one way, that should seem a little odd to us. After all, we celebrated on Christmas morning that Jesus is indeed God in the flesh. He is wisdom. He doesn't just have wisdom. He is wisdom. And yet we're told that according to his human nature, he grew in wisdom year over year. And that means that he asked God the Father for wisdom. And God the Father gave it to him. How do I know that's how it worked? Well, that's how you get wisdom. James 1.5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. And so that's what Jesus did. He asked the Father for wisdom, and the Father gave him wisdom. 
Sometimes perhaps directly, other times through his parents' teaching, other times through those teachers who were sitting in the temple. Jesus asked for wisdom and he received it. And that is what you are to do as well. You are to ask for wisdom. You are to do so with confidence, knowing that God answers that prayer, yes. He has promised to do so. It is a prayer that pleases him greatly. We heard that in the account from Solomon. God was so pleased that Solomon asked for wisdom and understanding that he gave him not only that, but gave him also the finest clothing and all the money he could ever need and long life to boot. So don't be afraid to ask God for wisdom. It pleases him when you do so. He gives it to you when you ask. Yes, it's okay this day to be honest. It's okay to admit that you don't have all the wisdom you need for life. Ask God for his wisdom and he will give it to you. He will give him to you. Him? Well, yes. For to God to give for God to give you wisdom, he gives you Jesus. For Jesus is the very wisdom of God. That's what the book of 1 Corinthians says. Our epistle reading today talks about the glorious inheritance that we have as God's people, how God has given us forgiveness and salvation. But then it says he's going to take all that stuff and he's going to pour it out on us in wisdom and in insight. So you see, wisdom that you are asking for, it's not just about knowing what to do in this moment or that moment. It's ultimately about asking God that you would understand all things fully. And chief among them that you might understand that Jesus is indeed the key to everything. That if you don't have him in the proper place, all other wisdom will simply fall away. Yes, we want to know what is good and what is evil. We want to know that sin is bad and that Jesus is the only good that can ever make it all right again. Yes, when we ask God for wisdom... He's not just going to give us practical advice for living, though he will do that as well. No, instead, he will give us true insight to understand Jesus and his role in our lives more fully and how then that filters out into all of our decisions. And if you have Jesus, the wisdom of God in your life, well, then you have the wisdom you need. Jesus, he was born for you. He went to the temple at 12 years old for you. He was baptized for you. He taught for you. He did miracles for you. He died for you. He rose for you. To give you forgiveness and life and salvation, to be sure. But ultimately to give you himself in all of his fullness. And that includes all sorts of wisdom. Wisdom in the grandest sense and wisdom for each day. So last chance, Christmas ends today. So what do you want? Do you want wisdom? Do you want Jesus? Just ask. It's yours. He is yours. Amen.